I done thought of it all. I've been visualizing my future. Look at the crowd. My father not gonna be too. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're here with another live stream. Uh, it's your boy, Jared T. We're here with Ali. How Hello. you feeling, bro? I'm feeling quite good. A little queasy, but very good. Overall. Queasy doesn't sound great, but uh, we'll work through it. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, man. You got a lot going on. Uh, you and I were able to catch up the other day very briefly, but um, you know, we want to talk about sweets too. Um, obviously, climate change, some yes, really sir. hard hitting things. <laughs> Sure. It's all getting um, solved today. We're figuring it all out. Yeah, obviously. Alpha. Alpha's book. Um, I think the first thing to address, and I was really excited for you, and I'll let you know about it too, is the official name change from Lack Honey to your actual name, Ali. Um, yes. What's that been like for you? Can you express like kind of the how you feel now that you've made the transition and was it Sweets 2 that, that actually sparked the actual transition? Um, great question. It feels really good. Um, for years leading up to Lack Honey, even when I first came up with the name, it always felt like a temporary solution to a bigger problem of just like having something that I felt like I could identify with and put forward as my own work in the world. I think it was perfect, though, for what it was. Um, essentially, like... Lakhani is the Americanized version of my last name, which is Lakhani. Mm. And now stepping into this new chapter, it feels like the music is taking on more like authenticity. I'm telling stories that I, I was afraid to touch on before for like fear of getting categorized as like the brown artist um, or somebody who's just speaking from like a very specific niche perspective. Um, and now I'm excited to tell stories that matter. And so Sweets too, I think is, is the first project that I want to do that with because it's the most honest that I've ever been. Um, and it's really good. <laughs> and so it feels like, it feels like the quality level that I want to uphold from here on out where lack honey, like I started releasing music under that name when I first was making music. And for six years, I, I dropped 120 songs under that name. And so a lot of times I listen back to those songs and don't feel like they stand up to the taste level that I'm at now, but mm. Surprisingly, like I made Sweets 2 like a, a year and a half ago and I still love it. And, you know, I, I've evolved a lot as an artist and I would change. Um, actually, I wouldn't say I would change anything, but I, would, I wouldn't make those same songs now. If I was trying to tell those same stories, I would I have a different musical language that I'm excited about. But I still love it and I don't cringe hearing it. And in fact, I like, I'm excited to show it to people and I feel like it represents me well, which... Um, Artists get this, but like any other time in my whole musical expression, it has not been like that. I like once you go past six months, the, everything from six months ago was ass for sure. But now, like a year and a half down the road, I still like stand on it, which is really exciting. That's that's actually really cool to hear. But let me let me kind of pump the brakes just a little bit on you. Yeah, you kind of poo poo in the back catalog a little bit, and I just want to let everybody know, like for the record, fair enough. That's fair. It, it's solid, man. Like it, it's. I first found you on catalog. That's where I first heard of you. I liked what you had done on catalog and then, you know, followed you along in the, in the web three side. And for anybody that doesn't know the, uh, I guess we can call it sweets one, uh, first sweets, whatever we yeah. want to call it. Sure, uh, sure. That came out on catalog and that was the first time I'd seen anybody do a full album in 30 second clips for, for the, for the records. Right. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool. And, for anybody who doesn't know, that sold for like 69 ETH. So Ali's chilling now. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, got a big fat engagement ring, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm making her propose. Feminism, 2023. Let's get it. I like that. Damn. If I can sure. travel back, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but let me ask you about this because I you you kept the same format for Sweets 2, and I like it. It's just, to be honest with you, one of the things I think that's really interesting about it for me personally as a listening experience, I always find myself wanting, like, there are some where I'm like, damn, I want more of that. And then, like, you know, is yeah. maybe that was part of the intention, but, like, how for did sure. this 30-second idea come to be? Yes, um, definitely part of the intention. And I still I feel that way, too. Like, I wish Florida was longer. I, like even like as a fan and going back to it um a lot of the songs are are full songs that well, I, I wouldn't say a lot but like a good quarter of the songs exist as full creations like readjusting and sorry i already released as full songs on sound and in fact readjusting was my first drop on sound so that kind of shows you how long this has been in the works for me and how big of a deal it is to me personally um the 30 second concept came as a, as like the culmination of like a lot of ideas just wanting to push things further and real realizations about myself as an artist. But I think the, the most direct musical inspiration was Tierra Wax Wax World, which is one minute songs. And so it was really important to me when I did Sweets One that I like, I reached out uh, to her managers, Johnny and Kanit, uh, Tierra's managers to get their like to, to get their like co-sign on that project before I released it. And it was never anything public. The goal was never to like clout chase or anything like that. I just wanted to be like, look, this is an idea that came in a, in a way from what y'all did. And so I just want to like let you know and get your blessing. And so they gave me that for Sweets 1. Um, I have the text, I have the text, Kenit and Johnny, Sweets 2 actually, because um, I think they, I think they really like it. Nice. Well, so I, I guess the next, the natural question for me next is since these, tend to be a part of uh maybe like well, i guess what we'll call like a full length track so sing aloud is one of my favorite ones that you've done and then the, you. the one on catalog versus the one that's on sound now are very different um yes. when it comes to you selecting like do you know like right away like you're like sing loud like i know what snippet that'll be like what 30 second snippet that'll be or is that like a taxing process it's definitely not taxing like i tried to i tried to go with my gut feeling every time on um on making the, the decisions if i already have a full song on what the sweets version is going to be usually i can sit down and knock it out within like 20 minutes like because if the song is already there like the, the the here's and here's what matters right is like sounding good and having it make sense for the plot sweets too i wrote in an unorthodox way most of the songs other than the ones that i already made happen within like a two-week span so like i would say like nine of the songs just happened then and i had like another two before and readjusting came like months later on accident um but there was another song in there actually so it was like the 10 songs that happened within like two weeks and so before i wrote any of those songs i had a notebook page and i wish i had this page but it's it's somewhere gone now where i was like i want to tell this exact story and i wrote down the songs that i would need as vignettes and so i like i need songs that do this exact thing and i'm like then like reverse engineering a story out of that which is not a super intuitive way to work for most artists like most artists you're like i was just working on music and then i looked up and i had the album that's not like what it was at all i was very like i need to tell this fucking story as well as i possibly can as succinctly as i possibly can no filler space because you only have 30 seconds it's not like you can fuck around you know what i mean no it's fair. and so and so that to me is why it's like concise and tight 
and feels really refreshing even now because it's like it's it's just a really intentional experience that I'm experiencing now as a fan because I'm far enough away from having made it that I just like I don't listen to it and hear all the little quirks and things that you are attuned to from like being the artist behind it I listen to it as a fan now where I'm like sounds like he did a good job whoever it was that made this for sure I love to hear that man so that's that's a really interesting point because I think once you do get it removed from it like it's it's like a new project again although there is probably like I've always wondered that too about artists you know especially when people tour and then they end up doing like the same song like a million times like at a certain point you got to get so sick of that song i'm sure um we're gonna switch it up for just a second and then we'll get back into like talking about like this journey and everything like that but i gotta throw in some other things in there um sure. there was somebody i heard that gave a uh i can't remember what it was recently it was like two days ago they gave their top five as far as hip-hop is concerned and it was the most boring top five no disrespect but it was like biggie jay-z tupac this and that and i was like man it's it's really kind of boring and so apologies up front if that's your top five but <laughs> yeah, yeah give me your top five dead or alive um i think like let's make the first spot like the obvious ones where it's like there's like all those guys with like jay-z kanye drake j cole kendrick like biggie tupac Nas, like everybody number one spot everybody number number two through four um not in any specific order smino is like up there for me. He's like fucking insane. Um, Saba is fucked. Wait, I gotta go to my playlist. Wait, I'm gonna open Spotify <laughs> real quick. I wanna, I wanna give you good answers. Um, I like the Smino album from last year too. So. Smino album is really good. Um, let's see who I got. I got, I got, I got. Hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't been listening to much rap lately. It's been I've been listening to like fucking alternative like indie depressed ass music. Honestly, Frank is better at rapping than most rappers. Tyler is up there for me. I think Tyler's I think Tyler's verses this is going to sound derogatory, but I think his verses are so like specific to him, but they're not so they're not like pretentious in the way that Kendrick's can be sometimes, where a lot of times if Kendrick it feels like is speaking over our heads and there's like a level of high art. Tyler, I feel like is just like reflecting reality in a sense. And even though there is like, there's like an obvious concept on like Call Me If You Get Lost and all these projects like tie together so beautifully, but the specific verses, like the words that he actually says contained within the 16, to me are just, he just happened to sit down and that's what he was thinking that day. It doesn't feel like he was doing like what I was doing on Suites 2 where it was like this big, like preemptive like attack. Um, so, so Tyler was in there for me. I love Tyler um, and his new shit. Um, Smino, Saba, Tyler. Um, Lauren Hill, honestly, is so. Is, I love that. That's a great she's, answer. She's the best. She's the best. She's so good. I actually think probably like so. Everybody knows Lauren Hill, but like she's is she, for what it's worth, she's never on those lists. So. I'm, I'm just be, it's better than everyone it's fucked yeah she's she's nasty no i love tiara, that no, wait wait tiara is better than everyone um tiara whack is better at rapping than everyone bro it's fucked <laughs> it's fucking insane have you listened to her freestyles i haven't no uh-uh. 
If you just That's scroll on her Instagram, it looks like she's it looks like she's just talking to camera, but she just raps for like three minutes straight, and it's the she's she's a nutcase, truly truly insane artist. Um, so speaking of freestyles, are you able like do you have that freestyle capability? Can you just go like you hear something you can exercise that muscle? You know, so funny is I used to when I first started making music, I I like was fully freestyle and I couldn't write anything, but then about a year or so in, I started writing. And I was only writing, and now I can't freestyle at all. I can I, I get like a little four off uh, here and there um, when I'm like with friends and stuff, and it's like kind of cute. But if I like one of my biggest stressors is that somebody's gonna reach out to me and be like, "You have to go on Fun Flex tomorrow," and I'm like, "I'm fucked." <laughs> um, well, for what it's worth, though, I've seen so many times that people have been on there and they they have done writings. Like it actually is of songs that they. Sure out i'm like eh, come on man like, especially if it's off your catalog like people are gonna know that type of thing so definitely yeah i want to talk about the chapters for sweets too yes so, let's talk about it florida georgia tennessee um and and i read read everything that you have on here but i want to hear it from from you what's yeah. what's the progression of the three states for the three chapters for sure. So I was working on this album called Trip, and the whole metaphor of the project was that it was going to be Florida, then Georgia, and Tennessee as like this for, sort of like emblem, being emblematic of a three-part journey because that's the states that I go through on the road trip from my house to school and Nashville where Sweets 2 took place. And so the story of Sweets 2 like, is necessary to discuss before we get into the chapters, which is I graduated school at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020 and came to the realization that I didn't want to pursue anything in my life other than music, and that music was my one true love, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the, the thing that, to me, makes it like an interesting story is the family background and the immigrant side of this whole situation, because you know, most people that look like me don't make music, and most people that look like me and make music don't make the kind of music that I make and I'm interested in making. Um, and so just like there's a lot of pushback that comes um, from family when you do that. Like I've had conversations with my grandfather where they're like, we didn't come to America for you to just like guess. <laughs> Excuse Let's, me. We came, we, like you, we came to get, we gave you the options and you have to pick one of the options and go do that. And they're essentially like being a doctor, lawyer, engineer, like those are the options. Um, and just like living the life as like the child of immigrants, you grow up kind of being indoctrinated with this idea. So Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee to me, are the three stages towards like lip, like some sort of like mental liberation. Florida is like, is like setting the, setting the story up. Like this is where I was at the beginning. So the first song is called 22. It's like what I was doing on my 22nd birthday. Um, I was flying planes. Naive is the next one where I was feeling like this naive sense of like optimism that like, okay, it's all going to work out. I see these arenas. They're singing my songs like hallelujah. It's all going good. The third is Florida, which is kind of like the state of the union. Um, and that's why it's emblematic of the whole chapter. And that's why I gave it the chapter name. And so um, Florida is, has like three parts within the 30s. It's like within the 30 second song, there's three parts. Like each little stanza is like doing something different. So it's talking about first, like the family background, like, like, you know, being in a family in a household of divorced parents and having that be something that was difficult to deal with. And then being like, but growing up, like I was loved and I was loved and felt like I ha had a nurturing environment. So I'm not like here just sob storing it up for sure. But um, I did definitely like have the pressure to be like a doctoral or engineer. But then coming to the eventual realization that starts off really like then starts the project at the third song, which is like I told my mom I had to go to 615, which is Nashville area code. 
um, and I'm like meeting these artists and getting gassed up by these people and like feel like God is with me right now. Sing Aloud is the fourth and that's kind of like a, it's a, it's a transition into the next uh, chapter because it's like on the drive over hoping, like it's like me literally on the drive from my house in Florida into um, Georgia and Tennessee like physically, not chapter wise, being like, I just wish that they would like love and accept me for what I want to do instead of like wishing that I was something else. Um, that's Florida. And I'll, so that, that's the longest one uh, that I'll, I'll let myself rant there. But like for Georgia, it's essentially like the middle area where I'm like dealing with these things, like feeling unseen, feeling like I'm having these bad days where I'm in the fetal position and being like, why don't they just like get it? Why is it so hard? <laughs> um, and then Tennessee is essentially coming to a place of like understanding of like, okay, I have to accept and love the, where they're coming from and like empathize with their background as well, which was like something that I, I think I felt the whole time, but really was conscious of after a few key like conversations, one of which is contained within the song Nani. Like I was recording that song and then my grandmother called me and we talked for two hours and then I just wrote our conversation into that song. Um, and eventually like we have readjusting at the end of it, where it's like, okay, I feel like I've grown up a lot and have changed a lot throughout the course of life but specifically the, the year sweets two is the is the, a year long story um and now i have to readjust and figure out what comes next that's the three chapters i love it man i love it and, and it's I might have skipped tennessee but you get it yeah it, it, well it's really vulnerable too so like uh you know i i would encourage everybody to um i've listened to the first eight um so far and i think we're going live with georgia like any minute now right uh, 12 minutes, 12 minutes. It seems like. 12 minutes. So, um, just to put it out there, whether, you know, whether you're listening now or listening to this after the fact, if you want to hear this music, go to sound.xyz, type in Ali at the top, A-L-Y. Or we'll come up. Go to Ali.works. Ooh, even that's, better. There you go. That's, that's the custom insight. Shout out Bonfire, where it's very like, it's all intentionally laid out. All this information is there and you can mint all four songs from one location. All eight songs now. <laughs> And uh, so you can hear it all there. Um, you can see the story just, you know, uh, very similar to what we're, we're being told right now. But uh, show some support for your boy right here. Um, I love that you're a big Lauren Hill fan. That's going to stick with me. Um, the, live, the live album, I think it's the MTV one. Whenever I'm having like, so there's this song on Sweets 2 called Sorry. Um, and it's talking about like being in the fetal position. It's like on my worst days, my eyes are vacant, whatever, whatever, just like feeling like as low as I possibly can get. And whenever I'm in those moments, I like play a uh, fine peace of mind from Lauren Hill's like live MTV album. It's like a, it's like a 10 minute song. Yeah. Um, and she is, she's like breaks down crying in the middle of it. And it just always is healing. She's like, yeah. yeah, no, no, that's, that's super dope. Um, I do want to talk more about the mechanics of it too, but before we yeah. even get into that, I, I want to hop around with some other things. So I would say at this point, you're a web three vet. Ooh, um, <laughs> I <would> say so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've been here for a minute, right? Like you're dropping oh, music all over like, man. So you've done catalog, you've done sound, you've done loners, you've done chaos. Uh, you do campfire. I don't know if I'm missing anything in there, but, Describe what the experience has been like for you, because, you know, a lot of people on the outside looking in, they look at it and they're like, oh, Web3 is Web3 and blah, 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 or, you know, NFTs and blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, th there's actually you being the, the chief example here, obviously, there's people who are sitting here like doing good shit. So what's the experience been like for you being like immersed in it? And what's that looked like to the outside? Um, probably the best example, like is maybe from Sunny, right? 
You're, you're saying like how Sunny feels about this whole thing? Sorry, two parts. One is how has it been for you being immersed in this, being a relatively okay. new thing? And then two is like how has it been perceived on the outside from someone like maybe Sunny? Yeah, um, for sure. I think for me on the inside, it's just felt really exciting. When I when I was starting this out, like at the end of sweet at the end of like the Sweets two year, um, it was just when I had started in Web three. It's so like literally the last song of Sweets two finishes and like the time stamp on like when that was happening in real life is November, and I found um, November of twenty twenty one, and then I found Web two, a Web three, excuse me, in like October September October. Like it was, so it was, it's all kind of coexisting in a sense, but those first two months, as you know, were like very exploratory. You don't really know much. You're just kind of figuring stuff out. Um, I would say that like it was a time where I was like at my absolute lowest. There were so many doubts on whether I was going to do music in the future, on what if I was just going to give up after like eight years of pursuing it. Like I, I just figured I just like had no more gas in the engine at all. Like I really went through every emotion. Um in that year alone and then even in the year and even in the year since like 2022 the year after has just been like picking myself back up and like strapping myself back in and being like okay i do want to go and i do want to make and i do want to explore and that's why sweets 2 is taking so fucking long because i had to like become a new artist to make this shit and i had to revitalize myself and web3 to answer the question has been like the biggest part of why that's been possible like just the community and the people and the experiences, like getting to go anywhere, anywhere from like, from like Florida, getting to go to like Malibu to do Daniel's writing camp and then going to loners to do the other uh, writing camp uh, in Joshua tree. Um, and, you know, fucking writing camps in New York and Basel and meeting all these people and having it and feeling like, you know, we're meeting you at Zoratopia where it feels like I'm already like family with all these people feeling like I'm not alone which is the biggest thing because, you know, dropping songs like that for so long and not having them be successful. So many artists know what this feels like, but it's just like at, the, at a certain amount of time, you start to just think that you're crazy and you start to just like accept that that's just reality, that music is just a lonely thing. Um, and being involved in a community like Web3 or just in any musical community, you, you like realize that music is and always has been a communal experience. And so Web3, I would say, has like, given me that feeling back and has given me like a lot of like really positive momentum and encouragement that has get has basically gotten me here and also sweets to the music video and essentially the album just would not be possible without the funding from web three like it was a, a moda dow creative grant that ha that paid for half the video and then i paid for half of the video with my own like profits from like the last like 15 drops or so that i've been doing and so sweets Two like is really a web three native project um but it tells a story of my life right before web three so it's it's i don't know it's kind of just like the perfect thing to start off a new chapter to me the more i think about it love it love it and how's it been perceived like from the outside like from either family or sunny or whoever oh for sure um i they definitely like sunny gets it now because i she's like around me so much and she like we talk about it a lot so she like starts starting to use a lot of the terms she was with me at, at nft nyc and she's like knows everybody that I talk to on a daily basis, at least by name, if not like having spoke to them herself. Um, but everybody else is like, I don't know what you're doing, but, <laughs> but you said you're making money. Okay. Sounds good. So it's, it's just that kind of thing. Yeah. That, that's actually funny that you say that too. So my wife's the same way. So like my wife's not in, uh, the oh, no, we, spoke, we spoke about this before. 
Yeah, she's she's not in the Web three side at all. But like now, she she hears me talking about stuff so much that everyone she's like, oh yeah, I know this and I know that and blah blah blah. So she's like, what's the floor price? That's how you know. Yeah, that. yeah. She's like, well, what are your profits? Yeah, right. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things that I found that was a little bit curious this is going to sound like a, maybe an oddball question. So I always like to look and see like on Spotify where people's listeners like where they aggregate your listeners from. Yeah. The top city on your list is Denver. Is that true? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I haven't looked at my Spotify stats in like a year and a half. Let me pull this shit up right now. So it's uh, Denver and LA, Seattle, Chicago, and then Sydney, Australia. Really? Yeah. And so you know the said. question was, is like, are you playing shows in Denver? What's, what's up with the Denver love? I don't know. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't dropped music in like over a year. Um, damn. Wait, let me go in and see this. Let me see this. Let me let me let me let me see. What you're, let me see what you're talking about. Let me see if you know your stuff. So it says demographics over here. Listeners' age, source of streams. No location. Uh, countries. We're talking about cities. It says top one is Denver, then LA right behind it. Seattle, Chicago, Sydney, Dallas, Minneapolis, London. Atlanta, ATO, yeah, bro. No idea. I don't look at this stuff. I'm like, I'm trying to sell. I'm trying to fucking get sweet student mint out. I don't know what's going on with the Spotify side of Black Honey. I don't know. Well, that sounds like there might be demand for you for for a live show in East, East Denver, bro. Somebody, somebody, cut the check. Let's do it. <laughs> um, curious too. So, um, last week I was in a room with Black Dave. And he made a funny comment about uh, so Dave's out in Charleston, right? Yeah. And Beeple is is setting up his whole studio out of Charleston, this and that. Oh, and it was funny because Dave's like, I'm not invited to it because I'm not holding the Beeple, which it's like crazy expensive to hold anything Beeple related. Yeah. Um, or a dollar. Yeah, I promise I've got a point with all this. Um, he said something about Beeple. I forget the original context of it, but he said something about Beeple not being fashionable. Like his exact words were something along the line. See the clothes that he wears. Exactly. Yeah, he's a dude. He's like a he's a dad. He's a dude. No offense, to dads. Like he's just Hold like on, a fatherly dude. figure. Still on the dad slander, bro. I I'm gonna be a dad so <laughs> soon, and at that point, I'm not wearing anything. I'm just gonna wear Burks. It's gonna be great, bro. I'm you wear sweats. Sweats life. Sweats. Anyway, <laughs> yes. he said no, something bro, about. Bro, I think the words were. I've never said the words. Beeple's really getting that fit off. Fair enough. Which made me laugh, but I want to put it out there to everybody. Every time I've seen you in person, so in New York and in Miami, Ali's out here getting these fits off, bro. So I, where I, I thought you were going to say he's dressed really badly. He must be successful. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you're doing a good job. So where's, you know, is Sunny dressing you? Is that you? Like, wh where's that coming from? Oh, dude, that's so fucking funny that you asked. No, I've had the most awful lack of interest in fashion for an entire, like, years. Sweets, too. I was, like, um, so it was, like, this whole year, not to make everything about the album, but it just it just is an encompassing project for me that required me to level up in every facet. So anytime you ask me a question, I'm like, oh, it's because I had to become better at fashion to style myself for the Sweets 2 videos. And so, like, it became it came from hanging out with all these artists and stuff in LA. I moved to LA and I was like, I am the least cool looking one by so far. And it's crazy. Um, um, and it was a thing like me and my, I, I, I'm not 
ashamed of these. Like me and my friends talk about this stuff. And I like ask them like, how's my brand? Like, well, whatever. We're having these conversations. And they basically like, we're, we're like, yeah, I like the whole lack honey thing, like all the videos, whatever, whatever. Like, I don't, I just don't really like, it doesn't make me want to believe in anything. It doesn't make me want to see anything. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what I see when I think of the word lack honey. Um, and so this whole last year, I've been like studying how to be cool <laughs> um, and how to like build out visual worlds and how to write, vi write video treatments and all this stuff that feels really like different from the art, but in fact is like the whole, it's like more important than the music is how it's perceived in the visual side. And music is just like, the music industry is just a marketing industry at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And all yeah. these like, all these things are like the main, the main factors in how your music is perceived. So basically, bro, I spent, I gave, I gave this one, uh, fat, uh, this one style, like a hundred bucks to go thrifting with me one time. And I dropped like $200 on a pair of pants. And I was like, I'm different now. I got to figure it out. I'm good to go. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's a cool story. It's a cool story. And like I said, I, I, I knew I had a point with it. Um, back into the album real quick. So you got some cool mechanics with this, how you got this whole thing set up about you're going to use different oh, by, the way, by the way sorry not to cut you off but it just went live let's but, go oh oh georgia went live yeah 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 georgia's live let's get it everybody pull up ali.works aoy.wrks scoop you about 10 of those yes sir oh, well this is a good time to to talk about the full sets and then also the mechanics that you're doing about sweeping and and, and things like that Fuck yeah okay let's do it what 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 so what's it looking like if you get a full set? Explain that to me. For sure. Um, so right now, essentially, what we're looking for is there's there's a few different things going on, and and we're, we're expanding this as we speak. Like I got a I got a really good idea from Michael DiVestia yesterday, and we ended up just like launching a new um, pocket of the collector rewards right away. So we haven't announced yet what goes on when you collect the full set of sweets too. Um, and so I will keep that, keep that on the hush for now, but, um, suffice it to say, it's going to be worth it to, to collect the full set. And so it makes me really happy when people go in and I see four new mints and it's one of each song. I love that. Um, it also makes me really happy when people mint like seven of their favorite songs, because the goal with the, the goal with the pricing of this was like to target a different type of collector. Most of my collectors thus far have been so patronage, uh, so patronage based. Um, they were essentially just, they're like supporting artists. Like at this point, I think it makes more sense just for the way the finances of the space are laid out to appeal to a bigger fan base, to allow more accessibility. And so like, like you pointed out, Suites 1 sold on catalog as a one-on-one for five ETH. And then I had the Party On video. It was like my third NFT ever in the space. It sold for like 4.8 when I first got in. So my pricing my work at a premium has been like the kind of staple, uh, staple strategy, I would say. Uh, not that it was necessarily like on purpose. Like there's plenty of things that I sold for cheaper um, or like just just more expensive that haven't gone yet and so it, that's kind of been where like, like i felt reciprocated and so my goal with sweets is to sell everything for 0.01 and it's really an experiment in like collector led um rarity and numbers so i don't know what the rarity is going to be it's the least rare songs are going to be the ones that y'all like the most because you collect them the most so florida for example was the one that hit the hardest out of sweets oh well, i guess now that we have the final numbers in let me go let me pull them up real quick so Florida is the one that sold the most. Um, in a three-day span, we sold 50 – oh, shoot. doesn't give me the numbers anymore. I believe it was 59 uh, – okay, let me go to Ali.works and I'll get the actual numbers. It was 59 of Sing Aloud, 
Um, it was 67 of naive, 69 of hey. a, and uh, 76 of Florida. And so that, that tells me the Florida was hitting the hardest. But then what's really interesting is the flip that happens there is like that was one that people liked the most. And now the one that got collected the least, which is single out, is now the most rare. And so it, there is like a really like interesting interplay of like appreciation versus rarity as far as that goes. Um, am, I missing a, am I missing a part of your question? Um, no. Well, yes. So one part is um, you intend to use different percentages of these once you hit thresholds to sweep floors, oh, correct? Milestones, yeah. So basically uh, what we decided to do was we want to encourage people to collect um, because with open editions, there's no ceiling. And so we wanted to give some sort of like structure for the collection to go. It just so happens that we're in like one of the worst weeks to sell music NFTs. So it's like insane that we did so well for, for the Florida chapter and Georgia being the middle one. I'm like holding my breath on the most. Cause I'm like, it's like, it's like when you're doing, when you're doing sets of exercises at the gym, like the second to last one is the one that's the hardest. The first <laughs> one you have that momentum. The last one is like, okay, we're almost there. But the second to last one is the one where you, you, yeah, it does this, it does this a little bit. So I'm really excited to push Georgia and I'm just like hoping that it goes well, honestly. Um, but yeah, basically at, at different like markers where I'm going to be giving my personal profits back to sweeping the floor and me and the folks in the collector chat, which you are a part of, uh, will be able to decide like how we sweep and what sort of gamification goes into that. So it's going to be like, it's going to be a very democratic decision at 250, which we just hit last night. Shout out. Um, it's going to be 0.125 is 5%. At 500, 10% of the pro of the overall profits. And then at 1,000 additions, it's 20%, which goes to two ETH. So the first one, I call it the baby sweep because it's like, it's 0.125. So it's nothing crazy. But if we are able to get to 1,000, which I feel in my bones is possible, but it's we're just it's just going to have to depend. Like I'm pushing this shit as hard as I can. At a certain point, I just have to accept that things are out of my control and not be like emotionally attached. But if we get to 1,000, I'm going to be spending two ETH giving back to collectors um, as a way to say thank you and as a way to like sweep the floor. And then at that point, I'll have two ETH because I'm already, I'm already collecting six of six sets of it myself. So I'm already like buying it. But after that, I'll have an additional two ETH worth of sweets too. Um, and then the game becomes like, what do we do with these? Because I could just hold them in the wallet or we could find interesting ways to use them or give them out or do something like that. Um, and so, you know, there's collectors like Jade, for example, that haven't like haven't been collecting. And I've reached out to a bunch of different folks who say that they want to cop but don't have like the means to right now. That'll be a perfect time to reward people who have been really active uh, in my community and then haven't like been able to collect just because of like outside circumstances. So that's what I'm really excited about. I love that. I love that so much, man. Um, <clears throat> Dave and I had also talked about that before about finding a way to be able to reward people that show up for you, like even if they yes. don't have the financial means. So that, that's a really, really cool initiative. I really appreciate that. And to put my own bags here shortly, I bought two single outs. So I have two of the most rare ones. So yes, sir. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for, for supporting me like throughout all the shit and like outside of just like being on this podcast and stuff like, thank you so much. <laughs> I've been telling you this from our first conversation, but like, you show up so consistently and in such a unique way for so many artists within the space. And we're, we're really lucky to have you, bro, for real. Thank you, man. I appreciate you too. Um, I got one more question to ask you and then yeah, I won't hold you too long. I know you got a lot of stuff to do, especially with the drop going live and whatnot. 
Um, if you were to hit karaoke, what's your go-to song? Some Drake. I don't know. Some I'm Drake. You know what I'm going? Drake's Drake's my, Drake's the best. Um, I'm probably gonna go with like Rich Flex. You know what I did, bro? So I hadn't performed for two years. I used to perform. I had a band. They're like my brothers, and we would perform all the time. Like we opened for Twenty One Savage. It was like a whole thing back in the day. Um, but since the pandemic, I hadn't performed at all. And so at Art Basel, at Wave Room, they had me out to perform with two days' notice. And so I was nervous as fuck. Um, and so I put the set together. I show up at the day of, and I'm like, I'm not one of those artists that like gets on stage and like feels better. I'm one of the artists that gets on stage and then gets more in my head and it just downward spirals. So I was like, okay, I have to unlock right now, or it's just not going to work before I go on. So I go to the I go to the guys who are on Ox. I'm like, look, I need you to play Rich Flex and Major Distribution by Drake right now. They're like, you're supposed to go on right now. I'm like, I'll cut the set at five minutes. You just to keep us on time, but you have to play these two songs. And they're like, okay. And so they play the songs, and I start sprinting, like running as fast as I can throughout the crowd, like aggressively rapping at everybody. And that like just suicides and rapping at the same time. Drake's Drake healed me. Drake is Drake is a healing spiritual. So anyway, probably just some Drake, whatever. Okay. Any, literally any Drake song, and I'll be I'll be like, major distribution in my life. See, I'm going already. I'm going already. Here you go. Here we go. Um. Yeah. What would Sunny? What would Sunny do? What would Sunny do? Sunny be at Sunny be out there singing Drake with me. Um. She if she had to pick one, like her favorite artists are <clears throat> Daniel Caesar and Ye. So she's probably gonna go some Ye or some Daniel Caesar. If it's either way. Daniel Caesar strong. I like that. I like that a lot. She's, um, she's some of the deep cuts though. Like she, her, her favorite album is Case Studies. So she's gonna go with like Are You Okay or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. If, I don't know. If, I don't know if for karaoke she might go with some, some one of the hits. But anyway, love it. We're gonna have to hear that one of these times. But um, I want to encourage everybody again. Well, first and foremost, thank you anybody for tunes in now or after the fact. We really appreciate you coming through and listening to the whole story. Sweets 2 is live. Chapter 2 went live during this discussion. Go to Ali.works, A-L-Y.works. Listen to the music. If you're feeling it, pick you one up. If you're feeling all of it, pick all four up. Pick however many up you can. Even if you can't, get involved with the community, retweets, things like that. Ali's out here taking care of folks. Um, man, I appreciate you so much for coming through. And I want to leave the floor with you to say whatever you want to say. Sweets 2 is live right now. Oh. After this, I'm going live on the 402. We're doing a mint party and listening session. Um, I'm going to be playing the music video for Sweets 2. I'm going to be um, talking to people, and we're going to have the capability to mint directly from the stream. So if anybody who's watching, give me five, ten minutes after this. I got to pee. I got to set some things up, and then we'll be going live with the 402 uh, to celebrate Georgia. Awesome, man. Appreciate you. Everybody, thank you again. Peace. See ya. I done thought of it all. I've been visualizing my future. Look at the crowd. Look at the crowd. My father not gonna be.